This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome to another episode of the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. It's Michael here, and today I've got Atara Mala on the line. Hey, Atara, how are you? I'm so glad to be here with you and your audience. Glad to have you here. Now, I know my audience is made of a lot of entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and a good chunk of those individuals are, are working moms. And one of the challenges that I hear time and time again is when you're a mom, you're trying to do everything under the sun. And sometimes when things um, can't get done uh, to the time and the effort uh, that you're normally used to, uh, you start getting into you know some feelings of, of guilt and frustration. And I know that's right in your wheelhouse and what you talk about. So tell, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do and, and, and how this impacts everybody that you work with. Okay, so a little bit about me. I'm a mom of six, a working mom of six children. I've been working um, 35 years. So what I speak about, what I write about, what I connect to is something that I live and I love and I experience. Um, It's not something I analyze. It's something that I deal with um, each day. And what I found was I actually connected to something you wrote in um, your book, Michael, which is burning the candle at three ends. I I feel that working moms burn the candle down altogether. (laughs) There are no ends left because what we try to do is be as successful and as um, invested as possible, obviously in our home life with our children, but even more so to prove ourselves in the business world. And we take ourselves seriously, our clients, our relationships seriously, and running as fast as we can and doing as much as we think we should um, creates the inevitable burnout, resentment, overwhelm, and then, you know, paralysis of this is not what I signed up for. And since I was struggling with that consistently, and I tried everything, I uh, paid private mentors, I signed up for parenting courses, I read tons of books. And what I found was that I actually, instead of feeling empowered, felt worse, because now I knew even more everything that I was doing wrong. So I felt more guilty and more frustrated and more confused. And uh, that's where I told myself there has to be a better way so that we can be happier mothers, but also enjoy the success that we should really earn um, by investing in our careers. And, you know, that speaks volumes to me. And, 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 and thank you for you know, citing my book, because I, it's one of those things where I see so many people go down this path. And sometimes you'll hear the phrase, you can't have it all. And I always disagree with that. And I say, yes, you can have everything that you want in life, but it's got to fall within boundaries and balance and what's important to you because if you try to do it all then yeah you're going to burn out and 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 tossing into uh, the the emotional factor of you want to be really really good or awesome at everything that you do whether it's being a parent uh, a a partner in life uh, a leader of an organization an employee a friend family member all of that you want to be your best but when you stretch yourself so thin and overcommit yourself, 
it really creates a lot of challenges and that, uh, you know, the work-life balance and I'm, I'm with you on that. That doesn't exist. It's <laughs> more, it's more of a, a work-life harmony. And because I tell people you're one person, don't try to be 10, be one, be one person that does a lot of different things. You know, sometimes you're at home cooking dinner. Sometimes you're in a board meeting and giving a presentation. Sometimes you're, at a, a soccer match for your kid or at a concert with a friend there's it, it, you, the common denominator is you you're you're in all of those things and the more well-rounded and harmonized your life can be the better you'll you'll be you know um first of all i feel so um grateful that's the word right now because very few people connect to what i said which you did which is there is no work-life balance and you just accept you said that's right i feel that trying to achieve that trying to aspire you know when we aspire to that the impossible it actually creates much more stress, which we don't need more of. But, you know, when you said, um, you know, we tried being the best at everything and, and, you know, you're not 10 people, you're one person. I feel that what I found is if we try to be the best, this has worked for me. And I've shared this with, you know, all the working moms and business women and professional women that I've had the um, privilege to work with um, in these three decades. Uh, that I'm, you know, coaching them and, and creating programs. I find that if I am the best at what I'm doing right now, like you said, whether it's doing homework with the children or out at a soccer game or um, dealing with a, a crisis with a client, if I decide instead of having to be this perfect uh, wife, mother, daughter, um, work uh, therapist, uh, sister-in-law, a community member, if I just ask myself, what am I doing right now? Where am I right now? And I give 100% of myself there and be the best I can wherever I am. There's a sense of connection and satisfaction and security that I find is energizing. It's it's crucial uh, to you know get grips on on this concept for people because once they do it, it automatically. I mean, it doesn't fix everything, but at least it gets you in the right mindset. Going okay, I know that I cannot do it all but I can do things that I enjoy doing and also make, make your life more rich and full. And you don't have to, you know, wake up in the morning and say, okay, who am I to be today? You know, be yourself. If you're yourself all the time, um, you can adapt and shift into different modes of what you need to do in a particular time or day, but you don't have to, you know, put on this mask to be somebody else. Uh, you can be that same person throughout. Um, you know, so it's it's crucial that people get that. Now, I know you love working with with moms and and helping them, you know, get past this guilt. What are some What are some of the common things that you see uh, with 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 moms uh, when when they talk about or start sharing some ideas that they are feeling guilty about, you know, their career path and what they've done. Um, you know, th there are so many um, different people and everybody has their own pain and their own regret and their own life story. But if I were to categorize it, I would say that there are three kinds, three most prevalent kinds of, of guilt that I hear from working moms who are serious about their, their careers. Um, one of them is that they feel guilty 
enjoying their careers and being away from home. Like uh, one of them told me, you know, Tara, I, you know, a client canceled on me. So I had this choice. Um, I could either rush home and be home three hours earlier, or I could do something at work or maybe take time for myself. And she said, I sat in my car paralyzed, feeling so guilty that my initial instinctive reaction was not to run home to my children. So the, the first kind is, you know, just feeling guilty, enjoying being out of the house, doing what you're doing and, and, and growing your business, uh, which, you know, makes sense if you think you should be um, constantly at home with the children. The second thing is regretting and feeling guilty about things that I didn't do. You know, I missed that birthday party. I didn't spend enough uh, quality time with the children. I don't uh, cook nutritious meals enough for them. Um, I didn't read them bedtime stories. And, and that's sort of very, very um, debilitating because if time passed already and you can't go back, you know, <laughs> in, uh, um, and, and start press restart, that, that really is draining. And then the third kind of guilt that I find is that about their parenting skills. Um, I don't know how to discipline enough. I let them get away with too many things or the opposite. I'm so stressed out and, and so exhausted. I just say no to everything and just say, get into bed or leave me alone or I'll talk to you about it tomorrow. So I, I feel that these are the common kinds of guilt that um, really are keeping um, working mothers up at night and, and taking away the joy that, you know, you say you call it, you know, the breakfast. We need to start the day with positive energy and, 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 and joy and meaning. And, and this really robs these mothers of, of that necessary positive energy. As a parent, I know that I'm not perfect. And, you know, my parents weren't perfect, nor were their parents. And I never strive to be perfect. I always strive for doing what the best I could in the situation with, with the kids, because every day is an interaction. Uh, there's multiple interactions and they need guidance. And you, you just go based on, you know, what the circumstances require uh, communication is, is crucial and being comfortable, just like you would have an interaction with a coworker or your boss every day is a little bit different. So trying to be perfect in these situations, um, again, just stresses you out because if you make a mistake, then you will not do it and, and apologize uh, to your child saying, you know what, maybe I didn't approach that in the right way. Um, I'll do better next time. And, and again, depending on, you know, what the relationship is like and the communication style. But uh, yeah, the key is not to beat yourself up uh, over those things and just, you know, strive to do the best that you can in everything that you do. And that, you know, really makes a big difference. And yeah, starting off each day um, the right way um, that works for you is important. You know, I, I talk about the things that I do, you know, every day to make sure that my days are as successful as they can be. You know, for everybody, it, it could vary a little bit. You know, I, I work out in the mornings and, you know, for some people, uh, I think they would rather die than do that in the morning, but they can work out at night. It's like, great, then work out at night, whatever works for you. But, sure. um, but, but get, get the activity in because um, it, it is a great, um, great tool to alleviate stress and prevent burnout and, and give you perspective. And, you know, like you, you used the analogy a, a couple minutes ago on, you know, why the you know, parent was, you know, thrilled going, you know what, I like going to work because it gets me away from, from the kids. 
that's a normal feeling. And it also, uh, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. And from my opinion, because it gives you an opportunity to use the, your gifts and your skills in a different fashion. Uh, those skills, you're not going to use them at home more or less, but you can use them in your workplace. So we all are creative beings. So we want to do different things and we like experiencing different things. And when you can do things differently, it, it, again, it makes you more well-rounded. So you shouldn't feel guilty that uh, you're, you're doing a little bit more at work. It's, it's all about a harmony and, and balancing things out. So, you know, I connect very much to that, but I, I'd love to um, go back to the question you asked me and me sharing how I just felt worse. And what I know, you know, when I was trying to be the best that I could and, and learn all the, the different methods. And what I found was that confidence is a, a direct result of competence. And I asked myself, you know, getting up and being the best I can be, that sounds great, but what do I do? And how do I accomplish that? So um, I created a method because I hadn't found one that I liked. And I, I was striving for something that was simple, clear, and powerful. And not only that, that would be just as effective in the workplace as it is at home, because exactly what you said, um, the work-life harmony. We are the same people. We show up at work and at home. Um, and I wanted these skills and these strategies and the mindsets to be just as effective in both places. So we don't feel, you know, the Dr. Jekyll and the Mr. Hyde, but we are the same person constantly enhancing our capabilities and our relationships. So the book I wrote is called The Working Mother's GPS which stands for a guide to parenting success. And what it's based on is something very clear, which cuts out the clutter. <laughs> I know you had on one of your recent podcasts how burnout is a result of too much clutter, but I feel that internal clutter is just as draining and just as exhausting. And so what I did is I connected to the three colors of the traffic light, the green the red and the yellow, because it's something universal and everybody, you know, from Tokyo, Paris, New York, um, can recognize that. And uh, I call it green, love, go, red, authority, no, and yellow, trust, slow, because the components of love, or like you said, good communication, and um, authority, which is boundaries, and trust, which is learning how to decide on your own and assess and responsibility, are vital components, both in the workplace and at home. And that's what I share <laughs> with my clients and my audience. No, that's great. I, I love that. And especially the internal clutter things. And yeah, the clutter is definitely something that um, gets under my skin. And internal clutter is actually, quite frankly, more damaging because your mind just goes off into all these different directions. And instead of just kind of clearing things out and being focused on on the things that are happening right now in your life and what you're working on at this particular moment, you know, being present, I think is a huge, huge, huge thing. And yeah, and I'll definitely make sure in the show notes to have a link to this book because uh, it's, it's crucial for, for working moms to, you know, have some guidance uh, from from other people because I know that you know your your books and your programs are you know driven from the experiences you've had, but also the experiences of many many others and and the things that they've faced and overcome. 
Um, that is so true because I would say that I owe a tremendous uh, amount of gratitude to the feedback I've gotten. Um, I first, you know, created this uh, method and then I was um, a workshop, parenting workshop leader. And so I had hundreds of working moms in my groups over the years. And because of their feedbacks, I added two things. To the book. One of them I call, you see, it's the roadway analogy, right? So I use the traffic light and road signs and GPS and roadmaps. And what I did was I added the um, bumps in the road. Because as wonderful as I thought this method is, and it is, it deals with life and life <laughs> creates challenges. Uh, you wrote in your book about embracing growth. I embrace mommy guilt. I embrace the challenges. I learn from it. I focus because of it and we grow from it. And so each chapter has the roadblocks and of course, how to <laughs> solutionize it. And also, as I said before, um, I initially thought this would be a parenting program, but when I heard time and again, oh, uh, you know, I had this um, great outcome at work or uh, somebody I needed um, instead of quitting remained, or I got this fantastic client because of the same skills I used at home. So every color in the book has the workplace analogy and how to implement the same skills. And that's all thanks to the feedback that I keep on receiving um, from, you know, people who read the book and clients. So, so I love the fact that it's, uh, you know, it's a give and give. It's not a give and take. <laughs> no, it's always good to listen to the feedback of, of people that are, are using you know, your programs or work with you or their own experiences because it comes from a variety of different perspectives and it makes such a big difference when you, you can provide you know, that type of information uh, and it, it just makes, you know, makes the book more robust and, and the, the services that you provide. So I've got one more question for you. Um, and I'm sure it'll lead into something else too, but you know, what's something that, you know, like one tip that you could, you know, tell working moms that they can do right now that's going to make a huge impact in, you know, their, their home and work lives. Um, you know what, I would choose from the green skills. That's how I start my program and my book, because that's the foundation. You start at the beginning of the day, and I start with the foundation of encouragement, and connection and communication and love. Um, then we can build anything, you know, then you can put in boundaries and, 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 and uh, you know, expect um, contribution and responsibility and independence. But this is really the first building block. And I would say that, um, and I want to give a, a little bit before I suggest what I suggest, I want to say what we usually do. Because as working mothers, we have so little time at home with the children, we feel that we have to cram in all the parenting and guidance we can uh, with the few minutes that we have with our children. So, you know, uh, don't talk with your, your mouth full and, and go do your homework before this and uh, don't fight with your brother and call. And we're constantly teaching them and telling them because we're under pressure to raise these wonderful children, which is great, but in, in almost zero time and under a lot of stress. So one of the speed tactics, because I have that also, <laughs> is catch your child doing something good. We always, not always, um, most times catch them doing something not good. And I even take it a step further, not only to catch your child doing something good and pointing it out, but even if it's unintentional. In other words, let's say your child is uh, engrossed in a book and you were busy having a, a five-minute conversation with a client. 
After I finished the conversation, I would tell her, Megan, you know, that was so thoughtful of you that you saw that I was having, you know, a work conversation and you were quiet and you let me concentrate. She didn't even have that in mind. <laughs> uh, but I will point, catch them doing something good and attribute something good to what they're doing, which, you know, it, 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 the effects, the, the, I would call it the ROI, the return on investment is exponentially beyond amazing. But take it a step further and do the same at work, pointing out anything thoughtful or, you know, appreciated by, you know, your team, your staff, your boss, you know, we all need some kind of positive feedback. And I would take it one step further and go to the yellow, which part of that is self-care, catch yourself doing something good. Instead of beating up on ourselves or what I didn't do, what I forgot, what I was rushed at and what I could have and should have done better, which might be true. How about giving ourselves the gift of, you know, even 60 seconds of meditation a day and just focusing on what you did do, what you accomplished, what you are proud of? That's such amazing uh, tips for people because I think, again, our brains tend to focus on, on what we've messed up, you know, you know, and we're our own worst judge. And you know, an exercise that I you know, tell people is obviously very similar is, you know, you keep a, a, a journal of all the great things that are going on in your life and all the great things that happened today. And because you can look back and yes, there's going to be days that you're going to have ups and downs, but uh, you'll be surprised if when you start keeping track of all the, all the great things that are happening, that on any given day, there was, there's more good things that have happened than bad. Uh, and, and when you do that, it, it, it minimizes the sting of those challenging situations and, and gives you the, you know, the courage and the reminders to remember, you know, that you're doing, you know, absolutely amazing in your life. And uh, sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that. So I, I love, I love the green skills. And, and again, I highly recommend uh, people pick up your book. So where can people find out more about you and the book and everything else you're doing? Okay, so it's easy to remember because it's themommyguiltexpert.com. That's my website. Um, the book is on Amazon. It's called The Working Mother's GPS. And I created something special for our audience today, Michael. Um, anybody can go to uh, www.specialpodcastbonus.com and immediately receive something that is helpful and uh, beautifully <laughs> illustrated. And um, I really, really recommend that, you know, they take advantage of that. And something even more, because I understand that there's, you know, I find somebody once asked me, what is one message you want to leave um, or you want, you know, from your programs, your books, if you had one message to give from your life experience. And I would say that now is the most perfect time because a lot of my regrets were waiting for the best time, you know, to take pictures of my children or go out with them or create a memory. Now is the best time. So even though you're overwhelmed and you feel you can't do it, if you decide to buy the online program by GPS now, and you go to www by GPS now bonus, um, our audience is going to get a $97 gift value when they do that now. And um, just, you know, a sneak peek on that is because I so value the feedback from working moms, I am, you know, uh, gifting them an actual interview. 
uh, an audio interview and the written transcript and everything else that comes along with it with a working mom talking about her struggles, her challenges, and how she uses the GPS skills to make a difference in, you know, the lives of her children and at work. So it's an exciting opportunity. That's so awesome. And audience, I'll make sure to have all of those links in the show notes. And I highly encourage that you take up Batara on her uh, very generous offers because it makes such a big difference in, in your life and, and, and how you lead both at home and at work. So Tara, thanks again for being on the show. I really appreciate you and all the awesome things that you're doing for all the working moms out there. It's, it's making a huge impact in, in their lives and the lives of everyone that they serve. Thank you so much, Michael, for having me here. Because, and I want to wish you continued success. You say that you bring people back to life. You really do. And uh, <laughs> I'm an admirer and uh, looking forward to being in touch again. Oh, likewise, and thank you for that. And until next time, everybody, be well. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst-case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.